Investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can always visit us, find more information at WealthWisconsin.com. Got my compadre here, Brad. Good morning. You survived uh, Good afternoon, day. I should yeah, say. Yeah, <laughs> afternoon. You survived Turkey Day. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. How was yours? No family fights, politics. No, no, no. Kept it good. Yeah. No gravy flying across Just a the lot room. Of eating. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's, that's kind of the time <laughs> of year, right? Yeah. And the naps been, afterwards. I've been trying to cut back here. This is a tough time of year to stay on track, isn't it? Yeah. All the holidays and all the food. And that's it. That's it. It's a fun time of year. You guys, a uh, Black Friday. You guys get out there. No. No. Four thirty in the morning. A lot of online there. shopping in the household. That's a big deal, isn't it? Right. <laughs> We're coming into you. Cyber Monday here. Uh, That's right. Two days. So. That's right. I think you know definitely the holidays are here, Brad, and it's a uh, it's a great time to kind of get into that giving spirit. We have Giving Tuesday coming up, and you know for folks that aren't familiar, it's a day created to encourage people to do good and give back. And I want to talk this week, Brad, if you will, about you know three different ways you can work charitable giving into your retirement plan. Um, I also wrote an article for Kiplingers that we have posted on our website about charitable giving. I know a lot of people frustrated you may have lost that, you know, ability to deduct it under the new Trump tax code, but it's still important to give. So I guess let's start kind of high level, Brad. What is Giving Tuesday? Yeah, so it started hashtag Giving Tuesday. It was created seven years ago. Hashtag. And it's turned into a global <laughs> generosity movement. Uh, this year it falls on Tuesday, December 3rd, and the organization encourages everyone to go out and give back, whether it's giving the gift of time by volunteering or um, the gift of monetary donations. It's just it's one day a year that is dedicated to doing something for somebody else. However, it can be tricky to give back in retirement when we haven't planned for it. So there's a few ways that we want to talk about today that we can use our retirement savings to give back and get some tax benefits uh, along the way. So when the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act went into effect, the new law increased the standard deduction. Many taxpayers who used to itemize their taxes took the standard deduction last year, which eliminated the tax benefits of donating to a charity. Studies show that charitable giving dropped 1.1% to $292 billion in 2018. Yeah, I think that was a big effect we saw. And kind of the basis for the article I wrote for Kiplinger's was really about this reduction in charitable giving. And that was maybe one of the unintended effects, you know, so nice for a lot of people that that, that deduction doubled, but, um, you know, the standard deduction. But for some people, you know, that were kind of used to doing the long form or the itemized tax return, 
you always look forward to, you know, as an incentive, I guess, at the least, right? When you gave to charities, you got to write that off, assuming you were doing that, you know, kind of itemized return. And for so many of us, we just don't have enough of those deductions anymore where the itemized version makes sense. So we did see that reduction. I think there's some great ways, though, to continue to get some of that tax benefit that some people might not be aware of. So we're going to talk about a couple of those this week. And in particular, if you're you know, taking required minimum distributions, we'll walk you through some strategies there. But hopefully folks are giving out of the, the kindness of their heart and just an effort to give back. It's certainly something that I was brought up with. And for my kids, I've talked about it before, Brad, but when they get money, they split it into three buckets. One they get to spend, one they have to save, and we teach them how to invest, and then one they have to give away. And mm-hmm. they can choose how to give it away. My my son in particular likes to uh, he'll be at a restaurant and find a couple he thinks looks sad. or for what, I don't know what his basis is in his mind, but he'll anonymously grab their check. And So there's different ways to do that, but I think that's important. And a couple of great classes, Brad. And these kind of t- topics, especially this time of year that we like to talk about, I think it's just timely, and and a lot of people just don't realize, you know, how some of these pieces come together. And uh, coming up real quick here on Tuesday, December 3rd and Wednesday, December 4th, we're going to be in that Pewaukee area, and we're going to talk specifically about required minimum distributions. That's that taxable income stream that you're forced to take once you hit 70 and a half. How that relationship with Social Security works, right? Hundreds of different ways to turn that on. And if you're really trying to get the most out of it over your lifetime, there's some specific ways you're going to want to look at that. But those are also, you know, potentially taxable income streams, RMD and Social Security. So how does that work with the new tax code? And are there some things we're seeing more and more people that are retiring earlier? If that's the case, are there some things you can do in that early period in retirement to really use this new tax bill to your advantage and implement some tax strategies? Tax strategies are just a big missing piece in so many folks' portfolios, and I think it's a piece that can really make a big difference and really make a push to answer that question that we all seem to have, do I have enough money, am I going to be okay? Well, if we can implement some good tax strategies, less is going to Uncle Sam, your money lasts longer. It's a pretty easy equation. So we do need folks to register ahead of time. Both of those classes are very near full. You can register right at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com, and you can also see all of the upcoming classes for 2020. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready to sail into the sunset. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates love for you to visit us lots of great information at wealthwisconsin.com got brad allen here and are you reeling brad did the wife family shopping already are you not quite that's a late start for the year i think yeah yeah i saw a study this week it was interesting they said uh, rough numbers about 50 percent of people said holiday shopping they had the cash kind of saved up and set aside and it was like high 40s or something so they planned on using credit cards right yeah. wasn't real clear if they were going to pay them off or didn't have the means or you know it's uh it's one of those things that just keeps going and going you pay it off and then it's december again and you put yeah it back on there yeah and, i know, you know you've been on a couple be uh couple tv shows a couple of good uh some good advice there but got to be careful good to have a budget in the holidays but we're talking this week brad about charitable giving we have giving tuesday coming up and 
you know, I think a lot of folks are, you know, maybe felt a little bit of frustration. They lost the ability to deduct if you were using the standard deduction last year. So, you know, what can we do to give to charity and, and kind of benefit our own financial situation? Well, number one is going to be starting a donor advised fund. For those who want to itemize their taxes, a donor advised fund could help you exceed the standard deduction of $12,200 for single filers or $24,400 for married couples filing jointly in 2019. For example, if you're a married couple who is filing your taxes together and you contribute $30,000 to a donor advised fund, you can deduct the full $30,000 contribution on your taxes because you exceed the standard deduction. You can then itemize your taxes and deduct other expenses like medical expenses, mortgage interest, real estate taxes, and, and state income taxes. And you can make contributions to a donor-advised fund with cash, stock, real estate, as well as retirement savings, uh, and receive the full benefit of a charitable contribution on your taxes. There are some limits for donor-advised fund holders. You can claim up to 50% of your adjusted gross income as cash contributions to a donor-advised fund, and up to 30% of your adjusted gross income uh, for appreciated you know, securities, that are that are uh, contributed you can you can name the fund account advisors and successors or charitable beneficiaries of an account and once the contribution is in the account it'll it will be invested and it starts to grow tax-free one of those things you don't see very often tax-free sounds right? good doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anytime after that you can recommend grants from the fund to qualified charities yeah I think that donor advice fund in particular has always been a great tool probably even more impactful um, since the tax code change, and we're having more and more folks do that, and we talk quite a quite a bit, Brad, about giving, you know, money from, uh, you know, just just out of the generosity of your heart. But we talk about Roth conversions as well, and we have a lot of clients that are either using donor advised funds or other charitable strategies like a CRUD or a CRAT, um, different types of charitable remainder trusts that are using that to create a big tax credit in a particular year. And if you think just kind of simple down the taxes, if you will, they're really these buckets of different percentage rates that pulls us back into a smaller or maybe no bucket, that creates a room to do a large Roth conversion, keep that large conversion still at a pretty low effective rate, and now you have this money growing income tax-free coming out tax-free. Not only is that tax-free, and it does have a great ring to it, but not only is it that power, but remember how much of your social security is based on is taxed as based on overall income. Well, if we're getting money out income tax free, that that doesn't add to that equation. How much of your capital gains you pay what rate is based on overall income. Well, if we can keep that lower on paper, you know, we've won in a lot of ways. So that that can be some pretty phenomenal strategies there um, whether you're using a donor advised fund or a char charitable remainder trust. Number of kind of really effective ways to do that and we're all so excited, Brad. You've seen all the uh, the toys in the lobby? Yeah, it's great. It's filling up. Yeah, the boxes are, are filling up. Uh, this year, we've been fortunate enough to be selected as a drop-off location for Milwaukee and Waukesha Toys for Tots Collection Drive. And the campaign has f officially begun, and we're going to run through December 6th. So we're asking people to be generous and help us spread the magic of Christmas from now until the 6th. Please stop by our office here in Waukesha and drop off a brand new unwrapped toy for a boy or girl to up to age 16 and help spread the message of hope to those less fortunate children in our community. Maybe you're interested in giving but don't know what to buy. 
You can drop off cash or a check made payable to Marine Toys for Tots Foundation for the purchase of the toy. Or you can always go to their website at toysfortots.org. They are always looking for sporting equipment, games, bath gift sets, books, bags, and all kinds of great ideas that make wonderful gifts. And we want to give a special shout-out, uh, thanks to Staff Sergeant Daniel Looney and the Fox Company 2nd Battalion, 24th Marines, for helping to deliver Christmas dreams this year. And again, you can drop those off right at our office, and you can always call with any questions at 414 409 7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, certified financial planner with Drake and Associates. You can always visit us. We have lots of great information, articles, videos, tools. Lots of great classes and the upcoming schedules. You can see all of that great stuff at WealthWisconsin.com. Got my partner here, Brad Allen, and we're we're talking about charitable giving this uh, this week, Brad. And I think it's that time of year. Hopefully, we have Giving Tuesday coming up. All these days this time of year, Black Friday and Cyber yeah, Monday, Giving Tuesday. A lot of a lot of action in a short period of time. But I'm not a Black Friday guy. But no. Online. You're not waiting at the front I'm online. Door. I, yeah. I do everything online now. Yeah. Just shows up. I get to check it off my list. It's so easy. I know. I know. I hope I'm getting a good prices, though. You wonder sometimes if the convenience you're trading for that. But yeah. Um, but you know, I think we were talking a little bit, Brad, about the donor advised funds. There's other types of charitable, you know, giving you can do through trusts. There's different types of charitable remainder trusts. You know, these are the types of deals where you can put money in. Sometimes you can pledge the money, but put the money in, say, over a five-year period. You can have it set up where you get interest back for your lifetime. You can flip it the other way where the charity gets in. So there's different things you can do for different tax deductions. I know sometimes the thought process is, boy, you know, I can't implement a charitable giving strategy when it comes to taxes unless I'm giving away big dollars, right? And I I think we always hear these examples uh, of these you know, billionaires or, or, you know, pretty wealthy folks that are pledging a hundred million or $200 million. And, um, you know, let's face it. They're also getting some pretty substantial tax, uh, tax benefits. It's always great to give and we encourage that, but they're getting some pretty substantial tax benefits. And a lot of times those might be available for, for us normal folk as well. So, you know, I, I think learning how to do that and implement that, whether, you're putting 10 or $20 in a basket at church each week. There may be a more effective way to do that, or, or if you're giving more substantially, important to think about that. And if your charitable contributions or other deductions in a single year don't meet the standard deduction, you can also consider a strategy called bunching. And this is when you take your charitable contributions, hold them until the next year, and take the standard deduction in the current year. Then next year, put the contributions you held on to as well as that year's contributions into that donor advised funds. That might put you over the limit where you can itemize for that particular year. Donor advised funds are really seeing an an impact, uh, again, with the new Trump tax code. And contributions in 2018 reached an all-time high of over $37 billion. So really important to sit down with your financial professional, tax professional, see if a donor advised fund could be part of a complete retirement plan. You know, at our firm, Brad, we we create a comprehensive report on retirement plan, including any charitable or tax strategies, 
folks can come in no cost or obligation to get that. And, you know, I think there's this fear, too, with the one of the really neat parts with the donor advice one, in, in my opinion, is you maintain control so you can continue to invest it the way you see fit, whether you have an advisor, you're self-trader, and you're, you're kind of making the t- decisions there yourself. You can continue to do that. And then you can kind of dole that out, pick different charities over the years that you want that to go to. So doesn't mean you're not giving, right? So maybe, again, you bunch those up into one year, get that big deduction. Either just take the duck deduction, use it to offset some type of income need or a Roth conversion, and then you control it over time, both in how it's invested and who it goes to. So you still have that ability to give various funds over the years. And these are some of the things, Brad, we're talking about. We have some great classes coming up. We have just a couple left here in December in Pewaukee uh, coming up really quick. I know those classes, we have one or two spots left on Tuesday, December 3rd or Wednesday, December 4th. We'll be in Pewaukee talking about required minimum distributions, really how to handle that taxable income stream. And maybe there's some ways for you to avoid that taxable income stream and not have it crush you come tax time. Social Security strategies, hundreds of different ways to take out Social Security. And then really how these all tie together, Brad. We're talking about it today, but how these really all tie together with this new tax code. And are there some tax strategies you can put in a place that will help you maintain kind of control of your effective rate on your taxes for decades to come? We also have some great new classes, Brad. We have an education center at the new office now in Waukesha and this month, we're going to talk uh, about Roth conversions. So on December 18th and 19th, it's going to be a nice quick class. We'll have you in and out in 45 minutes. But it's time of year. A lot of folks are considering Roth conversions. They're not for everybody. There's definitely some right ways and wrong ways to do it. So we want to walk you through that, talk you through how to estimate what your income will be. One of the downsides of this new tax code is you don't get a redo, right? We used to be able to do that Roth conversion. We'd have till October of the next year to kind of say, oops, didn't mean to do that, right? And you could uh, kind of walk it back, if you will. Can't do that anymore. So we really want to estimate those properly. Make sure you're not putting yourself into too high of a bracket. For all of our classes, we do need you to register ahead of time. You can do so at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Preparing you for the ultimate vacation. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. Love for you to visit us. Lots of great information, upcoming classes, videos, articles, white papers for you at wealthwisconsin.com and before we jump back in, Brad, I boy, I you know I think Saturdays are always busy, but maybe this is a really busy time of year for Saturdays, and I really appreciate people taking the time out to tune in. Uh, I know you have a lot of listening opportunities, and we appreciate the the growing support that we felt from the community over the years. And our goal, you know, we talk about being an education first firm, and I do take that to heart. You know, I don't mean that as a as a kitschy line, but our goal, whether you tune into the show come into the office or or to one of our classes that you really walk away having learned something. So we're always open to ideas and thoughts there. Um, Folks can email in questions at radio at wealthwisconsin.com. But we do uh, always appreciate the support from the community and want to take a moment to say thank you to everybody that tunes in and and for supporting uh, us for so many years, I should say. So a couple of great uh, questions we got in, Brad. Again, for folks that want to email in, you can do so at 
radio at wealthwisconsin.com. I almost forgot too, a podcast. We, uh, yeah, available as a podcast. So if you're not Great available, for this time of year, holiday get together, that's family, right. Get, just play the podcast. Maybe at Thanksgiving, everybody played our podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> just hope not, right? But, uh, you know, great way to tune in if you're busy on Saturdays at 1 and you want to grab, just go to any podcast app, any server that you have. You can type in Retirement Ready Show or Tony Drake. will pop up, hit that subscribe button. You can kind of go through that and pick and choose the topics you find of interest. But questions, Brad, we take at Radio at WealthWisconsin.com. And I got a good one this week that we haven't talked about in a while. And um, a woman wrote in and said that her and her husband are, are retiring soon. They've heard us talk about Social Security, but she was a little confused and had questions. Is there still a spousal benefit, and would that make sense for folks? It's a great question, and one we get a lot, especially at the classes we teach. And, you know, we just teach Social Security classes by themselves, and that's one of the biggest questions. Are those spousal benefits still available? And the, the answer is, is maybe. It depends on, on your age. If you were 62 by December 31st of 2015, you can still file what they call a restricted application. And all that means is that you can go into the Social Security office and say, I want to turn Social Security on, but I don't want to turn take my own benefit. I want to take half of what my spouse is entitled to at their full retirement age. So that's called a restricted application. And the benefit of doing that is you're getting this spousal benefit um, all the while, your own benefit is still growing in the background. Every year, Social Security goes up from 62 to your full retirement age. It goes up 6% per year. From full retirement age to 70, it starts going up 8% per year. So there's not a lot of places you can get that kind of growth. So it's great to wait to take Social Security if it works out in your plan. But this spousal benefit was an added benefit that you get money in the meantime. You're getting half of your spouse's benefit. Um, but that is gone for a lot of people. So it really depends on what your age is. Um, if you were 62 by December 31st of 2015, you can still do the spousal benefit. There are some other spousal benefits that are still out there, spousal step-ups, different things like that, where you know, we talk a lot about that at, at some of the classes that we teach. So if you're interested in hearing more information about some of the you know, 500 different ways you can take Social Security, that is something that we can do at those classes and, and teach or, or even in the office. If you want to come in and see what strategy is the best for you, I always say it's, it's good to put it on paper, go through all the different strategies, see mathematically what is the most you can get versus taking it right away. And it just makes such a big difference because Social Security is one of those things where we always say you should think of it like another asset. It's money you poured into Social Security for years and years, and now you have to figure out how you want to draw that money out. So definitely take a look at what is available out there for you. And a couple of great classes, Brian. In fact, this month, uh, this week, in fact, we're going to talk about some of those Social Security strategies. We're going to be in the Pewaukee area. I do apologize. I know people always get upset with me every month. These classes are just about full. I want to say we have one or two spots left in each class. And I apologize for that. We're trying to do as many classes as we can. I know folks are trying to get out and everybody's schedules are busy. But December 3rd and 4th this week, we'll be in Pewaukee. And we're going to talk specifically about these Social Security strategies, how to get the most out of Social Security, how to manage the taxable income stream 70 and a half and older when you have to take required minimum distributions. And how do these really tie together with this new Trump tax code? Are there some things you can do with this individual tax cut? to set yourself up, not just this year, but 5, 10, 20, 30 years down the road and really control your brackets and what's likely to be a rising tax environment. 
We also have some great talks this month about Roth conversions, how to manage those in your portfolio. You can see all of those upcoming classes, and we do need you to register ahead of time. You can do so at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. Or you can call the office at 414-409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Answering all of your retirement questions on Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can always find us, visit us, find more information at WealthWisconsin.com. Got Brad Allen, and we're talking, Brad, this week about charitable giving, Giving Tuesday coming up. And, uh, you know, really, hopefully people are still giving. A lot of people don't get the tax benefit anymore. But we're educating folks on some ways to maybe get a financial benefit from giving under this new tax code. And I think you and I, Brad, me just kind of really focusing and working with so many folks in retirement. I think we meet a lot of people that are 70 and a half or older and, and they're giving, maybe it's even five, ten, twenty $20 a week in the basket at church, but they're really not doing that in the most optimal fashion when it comes to, you know, a tax and, and tax perspective, if you will. So, you know, what, what can you do, Brad, for those folks taking required minimum distributions that are also doing some giving? How can you get a benefit under this new tax bill? Well, it's definitely a big question. We get a lot. Uh, people have RMDs. You know, at 70 and a half, you have to start taking money out. And they say, I really don't need the money. What, what kind of strategy can I utilize where I'm not having to pay all these taxes? So if you have a, a traditional IRA, you have to start taking those required minimum distributions at 70 and a half. And because the money you saved in an IRA wasn't taxed on the way in, you need to pay the taxes on that money when it comes out. So when you reach 70 and a half, you may not need the income, but you have to take it and, and handle the potential tax implications. Uh, if you don't need the income to support your retirement lifestyle or if your your RMDs negative, negatively impact your tax situation, maybe consider donating that money directly to charity as a qualified charitable distribution. You won't pay taxes on the RMD and the, the charity won't pay taxes on the donation. It's important to note you cannot claim your donation as a deduction on your taxes. You only get one tax break, not two. Uh, other charitable donations you make with a non-IRA funds can still can still be deducted on your taxes. Uh, there are you know different types of IRAs like a SEP IRA or a, a simple IRA that uh, will also have RMDs that can be used to contribute to charity. Remember, the organization you want to donate must be a qualified 501c3 organization. You can also designate a charity as a beneficiary of your IRA and your estate plan. So when you pass away, the charity will receive a, a predetermined percentage of your IRA that was set you know, when you were planning your estate. But this is a great tool that you can utilize where you want to make sure that you, you, you tell your custodian to send the check directly to the charity. Um, that'll avoid any kind of tax implications for you. But that way, it'll count as an RMD for the year, but you won't pay any taxes on it. So it could be a great tool to utilize. Yeah, and I think you caught the biggest mistake that most people make, Brad. You know, they take the money. It's got to come directly from the custodian and may, may feel complicated just because it's something different. I know change is, is tough for folks, but it's really probably a lot simpler than you think. Your advisor or, or tax professional should be able to help you. But again, just count, and trust me, the charities don't mind. They'd be just fine getting one check a year, right? So, you know, whether it's your church, just add up what you're giving or comfortable giving and 
have that come out and you know simply put it just reduces that taxable amount you have to take out so really a strong impact very similar to the impact of writing it off in the past so really a great way in particular if you're 70 and a half or older to do those uh those uh, charitable giving in a little bit more tax advantage manner if you will we're also excited brad toys for tots there's lots of toys piling up in the lobby and we're excited this year to have been selected as a drop-off location for the milwaukee waukesha toys for tots collection drive campaign has begun and we are rolling through december 6th so we're encouraging folks to be generous and help us spread the magic of christmas please stop by our waukesha office and drop off a brand new unwrapped toy for a boy or girl up to age 16 and help us spread that message of hope to all those less fortunate children in our community so if you're interested in giving but maybe don't know what to give and you know what you're giving your wife yet brad or you got that no comment nailed down or <laughs> we're not going to talk about it on the show yeah. here no not on nobody the show. will tell her brad i mean <laughs> yeah. it's just me she and you buddy find out, yeah. she won't find out but i'll get inside i mean some of us don't know what to buy but a couple of great ideas uh, always looking for sporting equipment games bath gift sets books bags those all make great gifts or you can always drop off cash or a check made payable to the marine toys for tots foundation they will use that money to purchase a toy for a less fortunate child. And we want to give a special uh, thanks to Staff Sergeant Daniel, Daniel Looney and the Fox Company 2nd Battalion, 24th Marines, for helping to deliver Christmas dreams this year. And we're so excited this year to be a part of it. We have a couple of our you know, events coming up, and we have folks that are dropping stuff off. So we're really excited to, to contribute to that. So if you want to contribute, just swing by the office again now through December 6th, and you can drop that off right in our lobby, and we'll be happy to get that to the Toys for Tots crew for you. You're listening to WTMJ. Models. Walking you through your retirement plan. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can always visit us, find more information at WealthWisconsin.com. Got the tall, dashing Brad Allen here. and Dashing. Dashing. That's a good word, isn't it? Sure. Doing some giving. Giving <laughs> Tuesday coming up, time of year. And we're talking about maybe a little frustration some of you may have felt when you lost the ability if you're now using the standard deduction to deduct that charitable giving and some ways to really kind of get some financial benefit from it as well. And one of the areas we haven't touched on, Brad, and a, and a great way to do it is donating appreciated securities. Definitely. While, while cash and checks are the easiest and most common ways to donate to organizations, there is a tax benefit for donating appreciated securities like stocks or bonds or mutual funds. Public charities may be gifted most publicly traded securities with long-term capital gains without having to sell them first. The securities being donated must have been purchased more than a year prior to the donation and have increased in value. Uh, the donor can claim the fair market value of the security on their taxes. Because the securities are donated and not sold, you will not owe capital gains on those on, on capital gains taxes. The same rule for donor-advised funds applies to securities donated directly to the charity. You can claim a charitable donation up to 30% of your adjusted gross income for donations of appreciated securities. Restricted or privately traded securities and donations to private foundations may also be deductible, but there are, uh, there may be some additional requirements and limitations that you might have to look into first. 
Yeah, a great way to take advantage of that in particular. You know, you want to give something that has the same monetary value. Great way to avoid some of those capital gains and, and some of that, uh, whether it's capital or ordinary, depending on how long you've held the security, could be a great way to avoid that. And I really think, you know, for a lot of folks, Brad, it probably is in so many different areas when it comes to finances. It's in particular, if this is not a topic that you're in love with or a topic you really like talking about is just getting started. I mean, that boils down whether we're talking about a budget or, you know, sticking money away or now these charitable strategies, you know, meet with your financial professional, meet with your tax professional. They can really help you decide what strategy would fit into your plan. An advisor can also show you how these types of charitable contributions could impact your retirement income as well. This is a conversation we're having with so many of our clients at this time of year, and we're looking for ways our clients can be charitable while also benefiting overall from a financial standpoint. So also, anytime we're talking about taxes, you want to meet with your CPA to see what the tax implications are of these. But, you know, I've talked about it before, Brad, and it's probably the most common missing piece to the puzzle when we're doing, you know, we do a complimentary review, no cost or obligation. Folks can come in and we'll do a review of your financial plan. And yeah, certainly we can talk about fees, risk, lining things, income, all great stuff. But so many plans are missing any thought about tax strategies. And the interesting part is probably one of the most impactful things. It's one of the ways you can probably impact the portfolio the most. So we do have some classes coming up if folks would like to learn more about these strategies. This week, I apologize. We just have a couple spots left. In fact, I wasn't even able to check during the break, but they may have filled. But this week on December 3rd and 4th, we're going to be in the Pewaukee area. And we're going to talk specifically about, of the Social Security strategies, hundreds available, What what's best? You know, how do we implement and deal with some of these RMDs. So we talked about some, you know, qualified charitable distributions, QCDs, but, you know, how do we deal with that taxable income stream? A couple different ways to handle that. And really, how do all of the pieces of the puzzle come together under this new Trump tax code, right? Permanent tax cut for corporations, but only temporary for individuals, right? This is set to expire in 2025. We automatically bounce back to the old rate. So for some of us, that means there's a short time period where taxes are really on sale in essence. So there's some great opportunity to do some things, set yourself up to be in a good tax position for decades to come. So we'll walk folks through that. We do need people to register ahead of time. We also have some great Roth conversion talks coming up at our education center on December 18th and 19th. If you're not familiar with those or the power of that, that might be a great opportunity to learn. But we do need you to register ahead of time. You can do so at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. And again, I know some of those fill up and, and people uh, you know, email us and they're frustrated and doing our best. We're going to try to step it up a little bit next year, have some more classes for folks. But try to jump in as soon as you find a date that works for you before those do fill up at WealthWisconsin.com. Or you can always call the office at 414-409-7226. That's 414-409-7226. And next week, Brad, we don't want to let the ball drop before setting yourself up for financial success in 2020. So we'll share some year-end money moves that retirees might want to consider before January 1st. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. 
Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake and Associates and not WTMJ, Good Karma Brands, and GKB Milwaukee.